Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. What's going on, players? It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday, the 22nd day of November 2022. Big J, 11-22-22. Lots of doubles. Could be a good luck day for those of you that believe in numerology. Could just be a regular Tuesday for those of you that don't. Could be one of those days to change your life. You never know. Could yeah, maybe you're... could buy a lottery ticket. Oh, there you go. Do you uh, do you partake when uh, the the Powerball is at a mere whatever hundred million? Well, right now it's only like a twenty. Yeah, and I'm like, why bomb? Not worth your time. Like, why am I going to waste my luck on twenty million? And the wife's like, you know, we could probably use twenty million. I'm like, you're right. Okay, go ahead. Let's so you buy do. A ticket. Yeah, it's a habit. Okay, yeah. that's fine. But yeah, I scoff at it. I'm like, because like after taxes, it's something like nine million dollars or something like that, right? Yeah, I think with the lower one, I would be more uh, interested in the uh, annual annuity. Oh, I see. Okay, all right. Because it's a little bit more. Uh, but when, still, when it's chump change, like nine million bucks. Yeah. I mean, I That's can't not... have an empire with that. <laughs> I bet you could if you do it the right way. If you know what you're doing, but clearly I don't because I'm here. <laughs> Come on, man. You got a crypto wallet. Things are looking up. You never know how it's yeah. going to work out. There's like four bucks in there. <laughs> you never know. Welcome to Tuesday. It is a busy day around these parts. Tuesdays usually are, and we're not messing around with it today. First of all, uh, it is streaming dumbass day, so we're going to need your help. Picking out a movie to stream for Big J tonight. He has agreed to watch a film, and it has to be selected by you using your text messaging service. So we're going to get into that a little bit later on this hour. We also have a chance for you guys to go check out Bill Burr, who's coming to town on the 8th of next month at the Idaho Center. That's going to be an amazing and very funny show. We got you covered there. We also have a chance for you to get qualified for this UTV that we're giving away, the CF Moto Side-by-Side. Courtesy of Volkswagen of Boise, as well as Birds of Prey Motorsports. We're going to play UTV at around 7.30 or so. We're going to go to hell. we got to recap the morning after Fantasy Football League. Yeah. So it becomes a very busy Tuesday before you know. Tuesdays usually are. On top of that, we got a short week around these parts, courtesy of the Thanksgiving holiday. So it is crazy time around here. Pedal to the metal, Big J. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, man. So hopefully you have a good morning and a busy Tuesday planned for you as well. That way it kind of breezes by and you can just stay back, enjoy the jams and the fun that we are going to give you during the course of the show today. That's the goal anyway. Whether or not we come up with it is another story altogether. We're going to try, though. Going to kick things off with some Beck. This is Loser here on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's been a rough couple of months for Elon Musk, Big J. Peaks and valleys. Yeah, well, I mean, he kind of brought thing. it on himself. I don't no. know if I feel real sympathetic. No, no, for no, no, no. You should not. Let me let me be absolutely clear. I am not looking for Elon Musk sympathy okay. here, but I'm just saying, you know, at one point, if he would have just kind of like towed the line, I think none of this stuff would have come to light. But unfortunately, he may have overextended himself, and things have not worked out. 
Uh, first, the Twitter thing has not been great. Let's be honest. It hasn't been. And then uh, Tesla, which you can see a lot of cars in the Treasure Valley driving around here. There's a lot of Teslas uh, driving around the Treasure Valley, which must be nice to make that kind of money. But uh, they have to recall uh, 300,000 vehicles here in the United States alone because a software glitch can make your lights go off intermediately, which is increasing the risk of collisions all over the country, which is not good. Tesla posted the documents yesterday by the U.S. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration saying that the glitch may affect uh, one or both taillights as well as headlights on Model 3 and Model Y vehicles. And so the automaker says it's releasing an online software update. will fix the problem, but you got to get them recalled and take it into the dealership to do it. But what is a little bit off-putting is the fact that I did not know this, but this is the 19th recall issue by Tesla in the last year alone. 19 times they've had to recall these vehicles for some reason or another. The last couple have been mostly airbag issues. They've noticed they're not going off in collisions, which is never good. Oh, that's great. Never good. So uh, my point is, if you have a Tesla, cool, man. I mean, uh, I guess good for you. But take it into your dealership as soon as possible because there could be any one of 19 issues with it that are causing some problems or could cause some problems that lead to an accident. Or if you're in an accident, it could not work out well for you. So... If you want to be as safe as possible, ideally you probably want to take it to the uh, the dealership to make sure it's okay and get whatever updates that you need and take care of it. So the uh, the weird the other weird thing is, man, I don't know if you've ever done any deep dive on these recalls. It's no. fairly depressing. Just and, and it's this is not a Tesla thing. This is just a recall thing in general. Like. So much investigation and time goes into these things before they actually release a recall. It's crazy. Like, they do months of investigations. God knows how many other things can happen between the first report they get and when they actually decide to do the recall to fix what's wrong. But that makes me depressed. Like, I was looking at the timeline, not just for uh, Tesla, but the recalls of other vehicles on the market. And I'm like, man, it goes sometimes three, four months of additional accidents and problems before a company actually goes, yes, yeah, probably our fault. We should probably fix it. And that's very depressing. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's just, you know, like, hey, what are the, you know, what's the costs associated with this failing, yeah. et cetera? I'm like, that's it, the problem with the world. It's highlighted in Fight Club, as a matter of fact. That's what made yeah. me think about it. Like, he, that's his job is to basically do the math to figure out, should we do a recall? Or is it better just to pay out the settlements of whatever injuries or deaths are going to occur? Which, when you put it in that perspective, oh, is disgusting. It's awful. It makes you want to give up on humanity. And the fact that... That it's still happening 20 plus years after Fight Club when it came to our our, uh, our mind or maybe we all just thought it was BS I don't know but uh, the fact that it's still a thing like I mean they, they knew about this stuff uh, a month and a half ago Tesla did and then they got a bunch of other additional accidents and reports and they're like oh maybe we should do about it and it's just like oh god man and again they're not the only ones doing it it's just it's just rough stuff 49ers routed the Cardinals last night in a game that was over before it even started. 38-10. to Jimmy Garoppolo, four touchdown passes. Uh, of course, Kyler Murray did not go for the Cardinals, and so it was a rough go for that Cardinals offense. Really couldn't move the ball while the 49ers or had no problems. Colt McCoy. 
Poor yeah. guy, dude. Well, he looked okay against the Rams last week, but he just didn't have any time to do anything last night. The Rams' defense not nearly as good and put together as the 49ers when they're healthy, and they are. Uh, rough news for Kyle Pitts. He's been a pretty quiet season for the Atlanta Falcons. Highly drafted tight end, but uh, he is now finding himself on IR for at least the next four games after he suffered a knee injury against the Chicago Bears. Uh, but not nearly as bad as Melvin Gordon, Big J. The Broncos decided, you know what, we're just going to go ahead and cut Melvin Gordon after he fumbled for the fifth time this season in an overtime loss to the Raiders. Gordon fumbled on the two-yard line just before halftime. Uh, he's played 41 games for the Broncos over the last season. He does have 22 touchdowns for them, but he does have some fumbling issues, which is sad for me to say because, see, because I've been a Melvin Gordon fan for a while. He, of course, a former Badger running back, but uh, he certainly has some issues holding on to the ball. Uh, and has for the Broncos, so they just decided to cut ties with him and move on. So he's going to be looking for another team. I'm guessing he'll find some place, but I don't know, man. The running back position is a weird one. Uh, there's, you know, he's making a, he was making a pretty decent amount of money too, and now it just feels like if you're not on a rookie deal, they're not going to really take a whole lot of chances with you in the running back situation. Yeah. So best of luck to him in the future. Big J, would you watch the Academy Awards if Aubrey Plaza was hosting? Hell yes. She says she's really good at hosting. She, of course, is on the new season of The White Lotus, and she was talking about one of the things she wants to do before she calls it a career. And ironically enough, uh, she uh, she said that she wants to host the Academy Awards. Uh, they said that not this year, of course. They've already got Jimmy Kimmel coming back. But she said she would actually take that hosting gig and have some fun with it. Uh, and she said that, you know, she would like to be the Billy Crystal of this generation. And everybody tells her that she is. And so this would be a good way for her to... I to spread her wings a little Here's bit. Here's the thing. I don't picture that version of what she's saying. <laughs> I, I see her more as the deadpan straightforward, and I'm like, that would be hilarious. I, I can dig the, yes, the sarcastic deadpan straight in the camera, cutting down every movie ever made kind of stuff would be very, very fun. But I would I would totally sign up for Aubrey Plaza singing about it, because I can't imagine her singing, but her doing the Billy Crystal bit would probably yeah. be hilarious as well. I'm very excited she's coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'll put it that way as well. Yeah. Uh, she's been uh, cast in the Agatha the series that's coming to Disney Plus apparently as the main villain in it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the six o'clock hour. It's streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley, we need your assistance. We need you to select a movie for Big J to watch and review for you tonight. He has agreed that he will watch whatever movie you choose from him to check out tonight and give you a review about 24 hours from now. Here's the catch. I'm going to give you the description of three movies that was given to us from the streaming channel on which it's provided. I will take away the title and the stars of the movie, at least for now, and you have to select a movie for Big J based on only that description that are usually short and not a lot of detail. Yeah, be gentle. And uh, all you have to do is text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to the TDS Fiber text line at 208-287-1003, and the movie that gets the most texts... That's the one Big J will watch, and the more texts we get, the less likelihood of a tie, and that's always good. So, we need your help. Are you ready, Big J? Yes. Of course, there is also a kind of common line tying all these movies together that I like to weave, and that's part of the fun as well. Movie number one, a widowed cleaning lady decides she must have something. And after working to raise the funds to pursue her dream, she embarks on an adventure that will change not only her life, but the very future of business. Damn. Movie number two. Tensions wrap up among a family that appear to can't stand each other in the week leading up to a trip to the country 
for a very special event. Hmm. Movie number three. A young girl becomes incredibly popular after she stops eating, but remains miraculously alive and well. A nurse is brought to the tiny village to observe the girl while word gets out and tourists flock to witness the girl who is said to have survived months without food or water. What a freak. Nice. Movie number one. Sisters doing it for themselves. Movie number two. Family hate or movie number three. She must be hungry. Those are the three choices that you have. Don't they sound great? Text in <laughs> movie number... <laughs> I will say this. We run the gamut in genres. They're not all the same. So uh, there's a lot of the different things going on here, and a movie that you think might have some particular angle may not. So start texting. Which movie would you like Big J to watch? Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? We will tabulate the votes, check all the ones that come in on the text line, and I will... Reveal the titles of all three movies and the one you guys have selected Big J to watch next on the X Rocks. Offspring, gotta get away here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is time for the exciting conclusion of streaming Dumbass Big J. You have tabulated the text messages. Is there a clear winner? There is. Love it. What movie came in dead last? Uh, movie number one. Movie number one is a film called Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. It stars Leslie Manville and former guest of the morning after Jason Isaacs. It is available for people to watch on Peacock. It's one of those that's in theaters and also only streaming on Peacock. So it's the story of a a lady that goes to Paris in the 50s and then changes the world of Christian Dior dresses, Big J. So you probably dodged a bullet there. Yeah, thanks. Doesn't seem to be in your wheelhouse. Uh, What movie came in second place? Movie number two. Movie number two is a brand new movie on Amazon. In fact, the number one film on Amazon called People We Hate at the Wedding. That stars uh, Christian Bell and... And Allison Janney. So that's the comedy of the bunch that you will not be checking out, but does look fairly funny if you're into that kind of thing. It did sound like a comedy. Uh, And that must mean that you were watching movie number three. Is that correct? Yeah, movie number three. Good news. One of the uh, the main lines through all three of these movies is it features ladies that you have uh, professed to have a bit of a crush on. Mm -hmm. And so movie number three is a brand new film on Netflix called The Wonder. And it stars Tom Burke and Florence Pugh is in it as well. Oh, nice. And so you will be watching... What a gift, everybody. Thank you. You wonder, at least you, whether the movie is good or bad, at least you get to stare at Florence Pugh for about an hour and 45 minutes. So... You can watch the film on Netflix if you'd like to play the home game. The Wonder. Yes, uh, and it's not like Red. Small Wonder like the uh, the TV show from the 80s, uh, but it does appear to be revolving around a young girl that doesn't have to eat food, much like Small Wonder did not have to. So if you want to watch it, you can. It is brand new on Netflix. It is called The Wonder. Big J will watch it tonight and let you know exactly how it is tomorrow right around this time. So you can check it out for yourself and compare your, your review to Big J's. Uh, have you heard anything about this? Nope. I didn't even know it was a thing either until I logged on yesterday and saw that it existed and I was like, man, this is part of the problem with Netflix. I mean, I, these things... Is it an I, older they, movie? It literally came out this week. But... No, it's a brand new Netflix original film. Everything you heard from Florence Pugh in her sphere was about that movie that just came out. Don't worry, darling. Yeah. Yes. Not a word about this. Never. I don't know what this is. I've never heard of it, okay. but it's a brand new Netflix movie and it is out today. Or I mean, maybe it was out yesterday. I'm not sure. But The Wonder is the name of it. So we'll see if it's any good. And Big J will let you know around this time tomorrow. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, I've got some bad news for you. If you're somebody that takes over-the-counter medication to kind of alleviate some arthritis pain. If you're doing this long term, it can actually make your arthritis worse. 
This is according to the University of California. The researchers looked at people with moderate to severe arthritis in their knees who had taken basically non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs, heretofore known as Advil. Big J, you're familiar, right? Oh, ibuprofen. Aleve, something like that. All the, both those fall in this category, although Aleve certainly less than ibuprofen, but both of them non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs. And they took them at least every day for a year. And they found out that if you take that many pills that long, basically, number one, uh, you're not doing a whole lot of anti-inflammatory stuff going on. Your body builds up an immunity towards it, and it really doesn't help that much if you've taken it pretty much every day for over a year. And then they found out that it also can basically just make your pain worse because... As you build up an immunity, you start taking more. The anti-inflammatory drugs do things on your system. And it basically messes with your pain sensors in your brain that stop to function properly because you're taking so much of this stuff that it basically tricks yourself into thinking that everything is normal when it's not and the pain becomes worse. So if you take, and this is something any doctor will tell you as well, if you take over-the-counter drugs for too long every single day, it's not good for you. Yeah. And now they're figuring out exactly what kind of weird stuff it does to your brain after messing around with it, specifically for arthritis stuff. Now, that's not to be said for other parts of your body, but you know that if you're popping Tylenol every day or if you're popping Advil every day or something, it's not good for your kidneys. It's not good for other parts of your body. So always something that should be done, you know, when pain is there and not something is like, hey, I start my day with a couple Advil or whatever. That's just not good for your innards. And this is another way, specifically with arthritis, that it could do more harm than good. So keep that in mind going forward. There's lots of other things that you can do to disrupt pain or to manage pain or to live with arthritis than popping pills every single day, especially over-the-counter ones. Big J, you've demanded a World Cup update every day. You'll get it. No. England beat Iran 6-2 to two last night in the – or actually yesterday morning in the World Cup. And uh, Netherlands over Senegal 2 to nothing, And the United States kicked off their uh, World Cup play with a draw against Wales, although people were upset about it because they led 1-0 for most of the match. And then a really dumb penalty with about two minutes left in the, in the contest and extra time gave Wales a penalty kick that they knocked through and tied up the game so it finished in a 1-1 draw in their particular group. Does any of that make sense to you, Big J? No, I, I don't understand. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers beat the Cardinals 38-10. I understand to 10. that, brother. There you go. Yeah, American football. Take that. And, of course, uh, Joel Embiid, it's a couple weeks into the season, so that must mean he's hurt. He is going to miss the next two games with a midfoot sprain that he suffered in the loss to the Timberwolves a couple of days ago. And so he'll be out for the next couple of days as the 76ers move on. Well, Big J, Disney and 20th Century Fox uh, sure did spend a lot of money on the brand new Avatar movie, The Way of Water, uh, thanks to James Cameron. Apparently, it was very expensive, according to James Cameron. In fact... In order for the movie to even break even, it needs to be the third or fourth highest grossing film in the history of film. That's the break-even point. So Damn. that's a lot of money that they've thrown into Avatar The Way of the Water and a lot of pressure. But listen, man, I mean, you know, we've talked about how we're not sure how this is going to do. But, I mean, I think it's a fool's errand to bet against James Cameron at this point. You understand? Yeah, he that's... seems to have some sort of magic touch that if something needs to happen for him, it works out. Titanic, they spent a ridiculous amount of money. That became the highest grossing movie of all time. Avatar, for a long the first 
Toy Story, yes. Avatar the first one until Avatar came around and then knocked that off the box office charts. And so it made a ton of money and this one, I guess, has the chance to do it. I just don't know. I mean, we're talking about it needs to make over a billion dollars to make it work out for the, the, the movie studios, which is insane when you think about that. But, I mean, I guess I'm not counting it out. I would be shocked, however, if it's as popular as Disney and 20th Century Fox needs it to be. Especially after seeing that trailer last night. I'm like, ah. Did they show a new one during the game? Yeah, and it's like, what do I need to see the movie for? You showed me everything that I could possibly see, right? It's crazy. Yeah, but you weren't all that into it anyway. So, I mean, you know, you're already pot committed, I think, to thinking it's a waste of time. And so I'm not sure there's anything that could talk you into it. Although I do believe we are going to have to see it for our podcast. So whether you want to or not, you may be in the Avatar game, whether you like it or not. But uh, other people may not be. What if I like it? I know. I know. Watch out. You may get all emotional. You want to have your little, uh, you may give you Sigourney fever, baby fever. Who knows? And next thing you know, you are, (laughs) you want a little Avatar of your own. Morning after with Nick and it's Big three Jake. hours and ten minutes. Shut bro. up! Is it? Yes. For real? According to IMDb, that's bananas. I refuse. Morning after. Refuse. With Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff. That is Bush more than machines here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, do you know we're giving away a brand new CF Moto side by side UTV? That is true. We are doing so in the uh, beginning of next month, and we would like to get you qualified to win that UTV free of charge. All you have to do is play a little game we're calling UTV. You can do so by being caller X right now at 208-287-1003. And there's lots of words in the English language, but only a few begin with the letters U, T, or V, and that's why we play the game UTV. I've got some clues to point you in the direction of a word that I'm thinking of that begins with one of those letters, and if you can figure it out, you are officially qualified. And I will say, Big J, I feel like today's may be a little bit difficult. We'll see oh. how it goes. I okay. think it's the hardest one of the bunch. I'll put it that way. Great. Hello, the X. Hi. Good morning, man. What's your name? Jeff. All right, Jeff, we want to get you qualified for this UTV. You're going to play a game called UTV. I've got some clues for a word that begins with a U, a T, or a V, and you got to figure out what it is, okay? You bet. Clue number one. This word was also the name of a Sylvester Stallone movie about soccer. Do you know it, Big J? Next. Next. No. Clue number two. There was a petition that over two million people signed to have the SpongeBob SquarePants song Sweet Blank performed at the 2019 Super Bowl halftime show. Of course, Maroon 5 didn't do it, those cowards. Still drawing blanks. Final clue. This V word is synonymous with the word win. Velocity. Velocity. No, I'm sorry. That is incorrect, Jeff. But thank you for playing. I told you it'd be hard today. Some, some, sometimes it's tough this early in the morning. Now, do you know what it is now? Of course you? I do. Oh, oh, gee, of course. Man, calling out Jeff for no reason. Hello, sorry. the X. Sorry, Jeff. Velocity. Hello? Hello, I'm good. Good, man. Here are the clues for the uh, UTV game today. This word was also the name of a Sylvester Stallone movie about soccer. 
There was a petition that over 2 million people signed to have the SpongeBob SquarePants song Sweet Blank performed at the 2019 Super Bowl halftime. Of course, Maroon 5 didn't do it. And uh, the third clue is this V word is synonymous with the word win. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no. Man, I feel super smart right now. It's been a while. It's been a struggle this week, but I feel like I have full command of everything. Hello, the X. Whoa. How's it going? Good, man. What is the answer to the UTV game today? I think it's victory. Victory is absolutely correct. Congratulations. Good job, man. What is your name? My name's Joe. All right, Joe, you got yourself qualified for that UTV courtesy of Birds of Prey Motorsports and Boise Volkswagen. Hang on one second. We'll get some information. I, I got from it you. on the second clue. You got it. You got yeah. sweet. You knew the Sweet Victory song yeah. by, by SpongeBob SquarePants. Huh? So does that mean you've never seen the yeah, Sylvester no. Stallone soccer movie? In 1980, I think Pele's in it. Michael Caine is in it as well. Yeah, it's it's like, but it's about soccer. Yes, it's about soccer. So uh, therefore, you've avoided it, even though it's got your hero in it. So yes, victory was the word we were going for today. And congratulations to Joe for figuring out another chance to play this game coming up at 530 with Adam and get yourself qualified for the UTV. That way, we are going to go to hell. That's happening next on the X Rocks. Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X Rocks. We are headed to Missouri for today's We're Going to Hell story. And it's one of those... Stupid criminal stories for the books, Big Oh, J. great. It starts with the robbing of the bank, and it ends with a gentleman facing a very long time in prison for robbing said bank, and because it may be the dumbest bank robbery attempt ever. So, according to police, a gentleman named Michael Lloyd walked into a Bank of America branch in Missouri and handed a teller a note which read, quote, Give me your money now. Don't say anything. I have a partner waiting outside. Now, uh, no weapon was brandished, nothing like that, but, you know, you're trained in the world of bank robberies to just, if something like that happens, give them the money, what do you care, and get out as safe as possible, and then they'll track them down and figure out what happened. So, the teller handed over the cash, and Lloyd left the bank. The uh, bank then notified the police, and uh, basically, police started an investigation, and I'm not sure, even if you, like went to a kindergarten class and explained how to catch a bank robber, you could have asked for an easier investigation. First of all, the gentleman that robbed the bank was wearing an ankle monitor related to another case. So authorities knew right away who was in the bank and why the person was in the bank. So there. Then the... (laughs) The note that was passed to the teller, right? He signed it. Not quite. It's even worse. He he apparently didn't have any scratch paper, so he wrote the, the note about robbing the bank on the back of his birth certificate and then left the birth certificate at the bank. This dude wanted to go back to jail. And that's the only only, way, right? Yeah. That had to be it. That had to be it. When cops located him, he immediately confessed to the crime and explained that he and his girlfriend had gotten into an argument and that he robbed a bank to prove a point that he wasn't as dumb as she said he was and that he could rob a bank. Well, no, listen, in fact, you proved her correct. So, But he also proved his own point. I mean, technically, he did rob a bank, but also he's an idiot. So they're both right, and technically they both lose. Wow, man. Now, uh, I'm not sure if, if, like, you got into an argument over, I mean, also probably questionable relationship if you're like, hey, honey, you know, I think I can rob a bank. She's like, no, no, you can't. And then you get into an argument about it. That's a whole nother angle altogether. 
But now he's looking at 20 years behind bars because he robbed a bank, and that's not okay. So, I mean, you know, there's just some things that aren't worth it. I mean, I know you want to win every argument you're in, but sometimes, like, it's not worth it to battle it out for a 20-year prison sentence. And also, I mean, dude, come on. Could not have been easier to find you between the ankle bracelet monitoring your every movement to the note written on the back of your birth certificate and then left at the teller, just mistakes abound. And I'm not saying that, uh, you know, if you're going to commit a crime, it should be perfect. I'm telling you not to commit a crime, but certainly if you know you are of questionable intelligence, do not commit a crime. All it's going to do is lead to terrible, terrible things. And this is another example of that. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. There was no weapon that was brandished. There was no weapon involved at all. So the good news is nobody is hurt. Just somebody really, 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 really dumb is behind bars. And so that's the price that you pay for doing something really stupid. Now you know. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up in a few minutes, we got your important stuff. We got your pop culture smackdown. We got your headlines. They're all on the way. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Good news for me, Big J. According to a brand new study, divorced men are appealing to women. Now, nobody asked me this. I would apparently be the antithesis of this study. But the reasons, and there are many, Big J. Number one, divorced men have demonstrated they can commit before, which apparently is a big deal. Okay. Number two, divorced men are experienced communicators. Number three, divorced men deal better with conflict. Number four, divorced men are more likely to be in shape. See, this is where things start to go awry. Number five, divorced men are probably more mature. Number six, divorced men are more likely to have children already. Proof of our fertility, Big J, which all humans are drawn to. You know that. Number seven, divorced men uh, don't believe in, quote, the one. They've learned that they need to work on themselves before finally looking for Ms. Wright. And that's the big one, is that they are committed to working on themselves, I guess. And listen, uh, I'm not sure that these blanket statements are all accurate with people that are divorced. Certainly, that's not the case with all of them. But I think that uh, that is interesting that people find some of these traits appealing more than others. But that is good for dudes that are divorced, I guess. I haven't reaped those benefits yet, but maybe one day we can see what happens. What am I doing wrong, Big J? You tell me. I don't know. I have never been divorced. But I also, this doesn't make any sense to me. Because there might be a reason dudes divorce. That's the other thing that that, that is the underlier there. Yes, that's that's absolutely also accurate. Like, there is a reason things did not succeed. And while it takes two to tango, sometimes it is usually, you know, the dude's fault. So something that needs to be discussed and discovered and figured out and again i think it's dangerous when you make blanket statements like this that not all these things are accurate but uh listen also (laughs) if you've just gone through a divorce and you feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel maybe this gives you a little bit of help you know yeah hope too while you're at it why not whatever gets you out of the bed in the morning i suppose is the uh what it all boils down to and for big j that was the 49ers beating the cardinals last night 38 to 10 it was a beatdown on monday night football wasn't even close Jimmy Garoppolo, four touchdowns in the victory uh, as the 49ers could pretty much do whatever they wanted against the Cardinals offense and defense who was missing Kyler Murray, of course. But I'm not sure Kyler would have helped that much. 
Atlanta Falcons got dealt a blow. They're going to be without their tight end, Kyle Pitts, for at least four games. He's on IR after suffering a knee injury against the Chicago Bears in their victory 27-24 on Sunday. And Melvin Gordon is looking for a gig on his fifth fumble of the season. This one right at the goal line, his second goal line fumble, believe it or not, for the running back, both of which cost his team a victory. Uh, the Broncos would have two more wins if Melvin Gordon would just hold on to the ball near the goal line. Apparently, Sunday's game was the straw that broke the camel's back because they cut him yesterday. And uh, he had a pretty good run with the Broncos, 41 games in Denver uh, for over the last three seasons. He had 22 touchdowns, but he did have some fumbling problems, and this one apparently was that's it for the Broncos. So he'll be looking for a gig. And good news, Big J, Jay Leno has left the burn center this week after receiving treatment for his third are you laughing third degree burns on his face chest and hands what is wrong with you nothing man nothing at all the former tonight show host posted a photo for with the team before leaving the facility he says the doctor says that he is pleased with jay's progress and he's optimistic that he will make a full recovery of course this after his car blew up on him uh over the weekend he was released a little bit over a week after visiting the hospital and a burn center. So he's going to be okay, thank goodness. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's your important stuff for the 8 o'clock hour. And the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we have some tickets for you. Bill Burr, very funny man, uh, coming to the uh, Idaho, Ford Idaho Center Arena on Thursday, December 8th. We will hook you up with those tickets if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown, which, you know, has uh, been okay pretty easy lately. We'll see what today holds. After all, we're doing, uh, what, uh, games still? Yep. Uh, it is uh, board game and puzzle week, and so we have got some questions revolving around the world of games for today's Pop Culture Smackdown. And if you'd like to play, it is 208-287-1003 for these tickets to Bill Burr, which is going to be a very funny show. Let's see if you got what it takes. Big J, are you as ready as you're going to be? Yeah, I think so. I'm off to a great start. Hello, The X. How's it going? Good, man. Uh, what's your name? Curtis. All right, Curtis, you're up first. Curtis, uh, what color is the most expensive street in the board game Monopoly? Uh, red. Red. No, wrong. That is incorrect. Do you know that one, Big J? I think so, yeah. Hello, the X. Hello? Hey, uh, what color is the most expensive street in Monopoly? Uh, blue. That is correct. Right. Boardwalk being the most expensive, and it is blue and or dark blue. Big J, how many nights does each player have when beginning a chess game? A game you have played on multiple Two. occasions. Good Two. job, see? Right. Told you. Knock it out of the park. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Speaking of Monopoly, what city is the original game of Monopoly set in? Vegas, New York City, or Atlantic City? Ooh. New York City. New York City? Wrong. That is incorrect. I'm sorry. Hello, the X. Good morning to you. Hello. Hi, I was playing for the, or coming in for the, I'm sorry, I can't think of it. This pop culture smackdown? That's right, but we are looking for what city is the original game of Monopoly set in? Is it Las Vegas, New York City, or Atlantic City? New York City? New York City is incorrect. I am sorry. New York City? Get a rope. Hello, the X. Oh, my God. Hello. Are you okay? 
I am. All right. What city is the original game of Monopoly set in? Las Vegas, New York City, or Atlantic City? Um, Vegas. No. Wrong. So now, by process of elimination, we should have gotten to the guys to the right answer. Hello, the X. Hello? What city is the original game of Monopoly set in? Las Vegas, New York City, or Atlantic City? Atlantic City. There you go. That is correct. You're the Forgotten City? Take it. What's that? The Forgotten City? The Forgotten City of Atlantic City, New Jersey? Yes. Big J, what is the oldest board game in the United States of America? Still played today, but it's been around the longest. From a retail standpoint. Man, um... I want to say... I want to say Monopoly. Monopoly is it would, a good it would, guess. Yeah, it would make sense with the questions you just asked, because that would... I'd be wrong, like treating me like I'm really dumb. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the only thing I think of Monopoly, but I bet it's like a really silly answer. Uh, I don't know if it's silly. Uh, checkers, no, that would be a really good guess, but that is also incorrect. Uh, it does involve dice. I mean, I've never really played this game. I've seen it played, and it's still purchasable today. Do you have any guesses, man? You win no matter what, by the way. Parcheesi? Parcheesi is a great guess, too, but incorrect. Backgammon. Backgammon. Right. Oh, okay. Oh board game in the United I, I States of America. I don't understand that game. I don't either. I, my parents used to play it. I remember it. They had like yeah. this very fancy backgammon set. My wife had a nice set too. That's all like, I remember. I don't ever I don't think I've thing. ever played it. But congratulations, I was never man. very good at it. <laughs> well, uh, at least you know how to play it. You're ahead of us. You've got Bill Burr tickets to go check out on the 8th of next month. Hold on one second, man. We will get you those. And there's your Pop Culture Smackdown. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Some headlines coming up next in the X Rocks. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows. Want one? This again. And monkey box. Monkey box. Smuggling animals across borders is not a good idea, Big J. I hope I don't have to tell you that. No, no, you don't. Immigrations and custom enforcement officials say a Texas woman has now pleaded guilty to smuggling a spider monkey in a box that was also carrying some beer. Savannah Nicole was arrested back in March when she tried to enter the United States through the Gateway International Bridge in Brownville, Texas, with the monkey in the 12-pack of beer. And after initially uh, fleeing from the Border Patrol after being discovered, she uh, was caught and then had to be arrested and sentenced. The monkey was taken to an animal shelter in Florida where it is, quote, safely living. And Nicole is scheduled to be sentenced in January of next year. She faced up to 20 years behind bars and a $250,000 fine if convicted. They do not like you smuggling animals across the border. This is how Outbreak began, Big J. You understand? Yeah. And that's why things are not great. I don't know where you get a spider monkey. I don't know if they're readily available across the border. And then you like can try to get them. I don't know how that works. But I do know that, you know, trying to stink him in with a 12-pack of Daddy Light, probably not the most effective way of pulling that off. And she found that out the hard way. A and damn spider monkey! Tried to make a run for it, and it didn't quite work out. So don't try to sneak spider monkeys over the border. They're on you. And don't try to hide it in your beer box, either. That ain't gonna work. Want one or this again? This again? Big J, have you ever seen a toilet explode? Of course you have. Who am I talking to? But on November 15th, a front desk worker opened up the Circle C Dental in Austin, Texas, and said she immediately noticed that the office did not smell right. 
So she and her colleagues then determined that the smell was coming from the staff bathroom at the back of the building, and upon investigation, they saw the toilet had completely exploded. I'm not talking about, like, you know, some sort of awful scene out of somebody having, like, some bad diarrhea. I'm talking about, like, the toilet wasn't there anymore, and chunks of it were all over the place. The Austin Fire Department investigated, and they couldn't offer a solid explanation as to what happened. There were no fireworks, there were no explosives, there were no, you know, any residue left behind. And then the woman that discovered the blown-up toilet said she had a discovery and a theory. She found a news story about a toilet that exploded in Oklahoma after a lightning bolt stuck in an apartment building. We talked about it, do you remember? Yeah. It traveled through the exhaust vent and then exploded the toilet. And now there's no record of lightning the night before the exploited toilet was discovered in Austin, but it is possible that there was some not recorded by weather radar because there was a storm that night. The other theory, the vent fan in the ceiling somehow fell and caused the damage. Luckily, there were no injuries. Nobody was on the toilet at the time, but that would be quite the scene to walk up on. And it's also led me to have a real irrational fear of random lightning strikes exploding my toilet. Well, you know what Live always says? Lightning crashes all over the place. It's true. That's the that's the placenta song, right? <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah. We'll wrap it up with Want One? And researchers from the University of Glasgow in Scotland are trying to work out how humans could bond with robots better, and no. dogs may provide some answers. Wally. According to Science Daily, researchers are exploring the possibility of developing dog-inspired robots so that they can sell them to humans as pets. The scientists have investigated relationships between 153 breeds of dogs and their owners and found that there are seven factors that help you really love your pet. Would you like to know what those are, Ben Jay? Sure. Shared activities. You got to spend yeah. some time together with your pet. You got to make sure you're in close living uh, arrangements with them. You got to have good communication with your pet. You got to have some sort of physical touch, petting and whatever you. Uh, consistency, positivity, and having a routine. Those are the things that they say make a good pet, and they think they can start programming robots to do these things. And next thing you know, you've got a robot pet following you around that looks exactly like a dog and does what a dog or a cat would do, but none of the mess, none of the, you know, tearing up of stuff, and they can be programmed to listen to you. How do you feel about a robot pet, Big J? Uh, no. No, let's go with the real pets. Uh, is it be why? Do you think that they can't have a personality? What is it? I mean, no, they look I just like them. What do you think? There's too many uh, animals out there in rescue shelters that need a good home. And if you need companionship, boom, there you go. I agree. I agree. Uh, rescue instead of that. Uh, also, you don't even like robot vacuum cleaners. I can't imagine you would like a robot dog. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.